Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks Podcast. My name is Aaron, your host for today's This Week in Sports Cards. And before getting into the video, I just want to apologize for the issues with the pre-registration for Slab Stocks platform that is coming out this summer, where you can track your investments, all the different analytics, and even buy and sell, and then also have your own portfolio all for free, all connected to eBay. So there is plenty of supply and plenty of demand. Um, there has been a little issue with the sign-up, a little technical glitches, but it is back up and running. So if you head over to slabstocks.com slash slabstocks, you will be able to pre-register now for the new platform that is coming this summer. Make sure you go and secure your spot now so you're the first to know uh, when it's going live through our email newsletter. And then, yeah, I hope you guys join. There's also a, a Zion Prism 9.5 giveaway going on right now through next week uh, in relation to pre-registration. So you're automatically entered to win that if you do go and sign up at slabstocks.com slash slabstocks. For this week in Sports Cards Volume 9, we had a lot to talk about. On Monday, we have the 2012 Prison Basketball Hobby Box. Uh, we did not do a single card on this day. We went with the Hobby Box, and for good reason. If you guys see this, um, for many years, this, this box was just pretty stagnant in value. Started in 2012, the first year of Prison Basketball ever. Uh, the retail boxes and the Hobby Boxes. The retail boxes only had green parallels. The hobby had silver and then gold out of 10. So the these boxes were not, there's not, not many boxes produced because of the low amount of parallels. Um, so the hobby boxes obviously are very scarce. And as we just see here, this is a long run chart going from December of 2012 to June of 2020. This was as low as $80 to start and is up to over $4,200 now. Uh, the very last sale was a $4,200 auction. On this chart, it shows a $4,800 buy it now sale, but since the chart was made and posted on Instagram on Monday, uh, there was a $4,200 auction for a single hobby box. Now, that's a over 5,000% ROI, which is huge. The supply in eBay is super low. I mean, there's like one box on buy it now or best offer listed at $5,400, and then there's also a sealed case on eBay, and a sealed case is 12 hobby boxes, and that's up for $54,000 for best offer, which is crazy. So we had to pose the question, where do these boxes end up in five years? And here's a comment from Detroit Tackett. He says, it won't stop. The potential for a Kobe or LeBron gold will keep interest high or any of the great rookies from that class for the matter. 2012 didn't have 200 variations like today, only silver, gold, and green. So these cards are a big deal. Trying to get my green Kobe USA back that I sold. It was slabbed at 9.52. Regrets. 2012 Prison Basketball is the 1986 Fleer of, of this generation. Um, this is the set that Panini first produced uh, for a chrome-like card, really picking up on that Topps chrome lineage that ended in 2009 for Topps when they lost their basketball license. So Panini had to pick that up. And man, I mean, they have done a wonderful job with the Prism line since then. Of course, those first couple years of Prism are definitely the most valuable Prism basketball out there. The singles from it, the boxes. Um, all that stuff, but you know, Prism has really built on each other as it's gone along, and I see no way that these boxes don't go up in value in the future. I mean, there will not be more of these to ever hit the market than what's already made. You know, of course, maybe some people listed like five people on time, but what I mean is, no more supply will be entered into the circulation of these boxes. What there's out now is what there is, and even it might decrease over time as people open these boxes. So this is definitely a hold. Um, no question on these boxes. If you have them, they're super rare and it, absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible basketball investment piece and collection piece um, as we see today. 
Moving on to Tuesday, I wanted to do another long run chart here. Um, you know, with no sports going on right now, we're trying to cover a bunch of different trends, comparisons, uh, boxes, high end, uh, you know, long run investments here, short run even. So there's a lot of different stuff going on uh, with no sports. You know, we don't just want to solely base on the same exact players, prison base or top scoring base is going up every single day. I want to try, you know, bounce around here and there. So with this one, we went for the Mike Trout 2011 Tops Update Gold Rookie Number uh, 2011. So this card is absolutely unreal as well. So the gold is an extremely tough grade. So PSA 9 in this card is a huge grade. Uh, PSA 10 is insanely scarce. But PSA 9 in this card, huge grade. Since 2015, there's been only 42 auctions to sell this card. And this is an absolutely crazy part. I cannot believe this, what I'm about to tell you, is that... In 2015, when the first sale point was on this chart, that was January 13th, 2015, $72 was the amount that this card was worth. He was already a three-time All-Star. He just came off of his first MVP. He already was a Rookie of the Year winner before this, and it's only $72 for a Topps Update Gold of 2011 PSA 9 in 2015. This is not 2011 or 2012 or 2013, but 2015. And now the most recent sale is 4,152 on June 14th, 2020. So absolutely unreal gains here for Mike Trout. And let's go to the comments. Madtown Cards says, I think a shortened season can either help or hurt a player's specific card. A shortened season allows a player to have a hot streak with not much time for cooling down. But a longer season allows, allows a player that starts off cold to potentially heat up over 162 games rather than 60 games. In my unprofessional opinion, they both could have good and bad causes. And I said, this is a perfect response. And he's saying he's hoping that more baseball hot listings come along the way as the baseball season happens. So I should preface this with saying that I posed a question on the Instagram post that said, you know, how do you think 60 games will affect uh, baseball cards in the market for it? So this was a response to that question. And I have to agree here. Uh, Nate brings up a lot in the live streams and his podcasts and such that, this shortened season is going to be wild. I mean, we'll see guys get hot and stay hot for that long. That normally would cool down after all-star break. Uh, we'll see guys that are supposed to, you know, be really good, have cold starts, and maybe they don't even do well at all. So it's going to be extremely interesting and very, very interesting to see. So it'll be fun, uh, but know that there is some risk because a player can start cold and then tank the values, and maybe they don't even they don't even have enough time to make it up. Um, so... That's pretty much where I'm at with baseball. Um, as of right now, it's a risk, but there could be a huge reward if your player goes off. Young players should gain value. Leading up to the season on July 24th, now that they announced that they are coming back, then will be announced that the Players Association signed a deal uh, July 1st, I want to say, is when they report to camp, and then July 24th is when the season actually starts. Moving on to Wednesday, we have a Prism versus Optic comparison here of the 2018 Luka Doncic cards. Uh, the Optic PSA 10 versus the Prism PSA 10. And I wanted to graph these against each other because last week we looked at the Select for Jason Tatum, the Prism Silver, and the Select Silver. So I wanted to do some type of comparison between Optic and Prism. So looking here, there is clearly you know gain for both of these, but they're basically the exact same. Optic went up 24%, Prism went up 23%. And I can tell you down to the decimal point, it's more within 0.5. I think... Prism was 23 and Optic was like 23.57, but rounded up there. So very, very close. Very, very close. And in my opinion, you know, actually it's not even just my opinion. It's more of a, of a statistical measure here is that 
looking at these two, Prism by far is more popular. There was 122 sales volume since the start of June. There was 37 for Optic. And if you look at the PSA population report, there's 10 or 11,000 Prism PSA 10s versus only you know 1,825 Optic rookie PSA 10s of Luca. The only thing that's keeping the Optic PSA 10, you know, looking at it in in terms of uh, growth here, return on investment close to the prism or even a little bit above in this case is that it is more scarce and it can gain value just as fast as prism because of that uh, clearly de the demand is way higher for prism because of the amount in the market the supply the values are not you know even more astronomical if you've got like a Giannis that there's only you know close to 2,000 probably PSA 10s out there LeBron 2,000 tops chrome PSA 10s there's 11,297 prism PSA 10 Lucas for a comment here from GNK Sports Cards, I swear they're popping up in every video, but always good analysis, so really want to include them. He says, I think the optic still has a lot more room to grow. The prism has already surpassed its March high by about 20%, while the optic is still below its own March high. I really like that take here because this post was only about June. We were looking at just the growth in June, but moving back all the way to March when they hit peaks around March 7th, March 8th, 9th, um, he's pointing out the fact that Prism has surpassed that value while Optic has not yet. So maybe there still is some more uh, room to grow to reach that top end value and then even go above of it. So, it, you know, he's saying that the Prism is 20% above what the, it peaked at back in March, but Optic hasn't even reached that yet. It uh, might be a good time to jump in there uh, if, you know, the, the circumstances work out. Now, in my personal opinion, I'm not a huge fan um, of these Optic base cards as much. Prism, I can understand Optic, it starts to get into like the, you know, not the top set. And then you're going to base cards like Optic Hollows and Numbered and all that stuff is great. Base cards just doesn't get me as excited in Optic as it does Prism. Um, but clearly the population report is playing an effect here, keeping the value high on Optic, return on investment high. And as GNK Sports Card pointed out, there's very well it might be a good opportunity to make a little bit of margin there going into the season on the Optic Luca PSA 10. Moving on to Thursday, we got another comparison for this week. We have Shea Gilgis-Alexander Prism Base Rookie PSA 10 to the Shea Gilgis-Alexander Rookie Auto PSA 10. And really, I did this one because someone requested for it. Once they saw the Prism versus Optic, they said, oh, what about Prism versus Prism Rookie Auto? So here we are. And then what we're looking at here is since the start of March, the Prism Base Rookie PSA 10 has increased in value by 138%. But looking at the Prism Rookie Auto, it's only increased in value by 67%. So there had to be more research done to figure out what was going on here. So dug into the PSA population report, and there's only 552 PSA 10s of the base Shea uh, rookie card out of a total of 1,168, and that's 46% graded. Looking at the Prism Rookie Auto PSA 10, there's 98 PSA 10s of 123 graded, and that's 80%. So clearly there's a huge discrepancy here in the grading uh, of these two cards. The Shea base, very tough grade. I know a lot were off-centered. And then for the Rookie Auto, um, there were, you know, 80% PSA 10s. Now, this is not a trend that applies to every single player. And I really wanted to point this out in the post that trends do not apply to everyone in every set the same exact way. Looking at the Luca from this set, we just talked about it. There's 11,000-something, you know, prison-based Rookie PSA 10s of 16,879 graded. And then if you look at the Rookie Autos, there's only 139 Prism Rookie Auto PSA 10s. I have 189 graded, which is 74%. Uh, the base Rookie PSA 10 for Luke is 67%. So there are so many more 
Luca, Prism, PSA 10, base cards, and Shea. So many more. That plays into the fact that the Prism Rookie Auto PSA 10 of Luca has outpaced the base PSA 10 since in the month of June. Uh, Luca Prism Rookie Auto PSA 10 has gained 37% in value, while the base rookie PSA 10 of Luca has gained 23% in value. So it's pretty much the inverse of what we're seeing with Shea. It makes sense. Way higher supply of the base PSA 10 for Luca than Shea. And then the supply of the rookie autos for both are around the same. So it totally makes sense why. Uh, make sure you guys do research to make sure that you know which trends apply to which players in which sets. It, it really matters. And then a comment here from Nice Looking Cardboard that said, uh, a genuine nugget of gold from subjectively analyzing the data in more detail rather than tell the story that you want to tell. Great work at Slab Stocks. And I just want to point that out that I really appreciate that comment. I um, definitely want to show both sides of the coin here for the Prism Base PSA 10 for the Prism Ricky Auto to make sure that people know that this doesn't apply to everything. You definitely have to do more research for each player and dig in to really see. We can't just go look at Shea and say, okay, base PSA 10, always go base PSA 10. You can't just look at Luca and go auto PSA 10, always go auto PSA 10. It has to be a mix of both. and You have to understand what the intricacies are that we're really dealing with here. So I think that was a very insightful post. I hope you guys took a lot from the U.S. can use to research different sets, different players, different trends, and try to make you know overall opinion on and what's going on rather than looking at one and, and just thinking that's what happens all the time. For Friday here, want to mix in a hot listing for baseball. A shout out to Madtown Sports Cards. Really want to get one in there for you. And we have the Gliber Torres uh, 2018 Tops Update Rookie PSA 10. Um, this card, since the start of April, has really been on a crazy ride here. So, you know, looking at like $65 at the start of April. Goes all the way up to 120 as the market is increasing. And then we got some news that baseball might not happen. And we're like going down, then going back up, then going down and back up. And then it went all the way down again to around 90-ish dollars, I want to say. And now it is back up to around 105. It did come back up to 120 and then it dropped again. So clearly it's like, is there baseball? Is there not baseball? Is there baseball? Is there not? And then it goes up and down and up and down. And now who really knows what's happening? But baseball should be back. Uh, there's a buy it now that sold for $120 on Friday. Um, after the auction of 105 or 110 on Thursday night. So I'm assuming that the next auctions will start to hit 120 and you know maybe even more as we inch towards the season. Uh, I had a comment here to share from Jason WTTW that said, uh, I'm sure a Juan Soto post is coming next from you guys, but he has a PSA 10 card that is only about higher, uh, only a bit higher, 135 to 150. And he's a better player coming off of World Series win and he has a great, strong two seasons for, so far. Can't go wrong with Glaber and Soto. Uh, I definitely agree here. I love Juan Soto. Nate loves Juan Soto. Uh, we've loved Juan Soto for you know many, now a couple of years now with the Bowman Chrome Autos we had in the past. And very excited to hear someone uh, supporting Juan Soto and his card in relation to Glaber Torres because we've always been in the camp that if you're going to go spend money on the two, you're going to Soto. Um, so it's nice to see others. With the same opinion, I will say that that Soto compared to Torres would go Soto for sure if you're making the choice. Lastly here, we have a, with the MLB announcing a season will be played, are you jumping into baseball cards? This was the question of the week that we're selecting uh, for this week and just really want to get some baseball in here because, you know, it's been a while since we brought baseball because so much basketball demands coming right now, but really want to do it for the baseball fans. And Cagno Sports Cards, uh, 
Comments with 60 games being played, it'll be a full-on sprint. The championship will be completely up for grabs to any team that's hot during that stretch. Baseball cards will continue to climb, especially all the young studs like Tatis, Acuna, Soto, and more. And then I said, yeah, it'll be crazy. Then another uh, Gramps Cards here says, never stopped. I believe they are are a long-term investment rather than a flip. Bellinger, Tatis, and Soto are going to be great long-term holds in my eyes. And yeah, for sure, while the baseball cards aren't reacting the same as basketball today, who knows what we're looking at when there's a hot season and people are going crazy. We haven't really seen that yet with the new market dynamics. So keep in mind, if you have baseball, don't get really, you know, like cold feet and then sell some. Uh, Definitely, you know, wait and stick with your gut if you're a huge baseball fan and think that baseball will play out well because it very well could. I mean, basketball is dominating. Basketball is doing very well. Uh, I've even came on and said that basketball you know, rather put your money there than baseball, but there is a lot of upside baseball as well. So basically, that's what we got going on this week in the sports card market. If you guys want to go and pre-register for Slab Stocks, the new platform coming out is now available uh, to pre-register for. It's coming live this summer. Slabstocks.com slash Slabstocks. Make sure you guys get in there for the Zion Prism Rookie PS uh, BGS 9.5 giveaway. And hope to see you guys on the platform in summer. And we'll see you guys next week for Volume 10.